You're listening to Sunnyside Up, a B2B podcast that brings together real-world insights to help go-to-market professionals evolve and stay up-to-date on the latest trends. Join us as we bring you the best practices and proven techniques from industry experts and practitioners. Today's episode is made possible by Demandbase. Demandbase is transforming the way B2B companies go to market by enabling customers to embrace modern digital sales and marketing with a complete end-to-end suite of products. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sunny Side Up. I'm your host, Justin Schiller, RVP Sales at Demandbase. Today, I'm super excited to talk with David Homan on the topic of connected TV. David Homan is the EVP and Managing Director, Demand Side Media for Nielsen. He has over 20 years of experience across multiple industry verticals and has been with Nielsen since 2013. Prior to Nielsen, David has led the global data and analytics practice for McCann World Group. David is also a USMC veteran and currently lives in Westerly, Rhode Island with his wife, Jennifer, and they have two sons, Tristan and Stuart. David, I'm excited to talk to you today. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Justin. I'm happy to be here. Before we begin, I do want to give a brief definition of connected TV for our listeners who may not be familiar with the medium. Connected TV, otherwise known as CTV, refers to any television that can be connected to the internet, including apps, streaming services, or just browsing the internet itself. CTV includes any device that can access this content, including your phone, laptop, and tablet. The consumption of media has shifted towards the user's device of choice on the consumer's time, which is really transcending the digital media landscape. With connected TV advertising, ad buys are not based on air times or channels. Instead, connected TV ads are delivered programmatically via a private marketplace based on the specific viewer consuming content. Unlike traditional TV commercials, CTV ads are bought and sold through a real-time bidding virtual auction that can take less than a few seconds to complete. With that being said, David, let's dive in. Sure. With the continued shift from traditional TV viewing to connected TV, measuring and metrics have become increasingly important within this new digital landscape. What is the best-in-class approach? I think the trend for both cord cutting and shift to streaming content, particularly with connected TV, has been really taking a lot of pace and the COVID has actually accelerated that. We see now that between streaming and over-the-air broadcasts, that's about 43% of all viewing. That means that the traditional ways of measuring viewership have been challenged. And it's not really that different from what advertisers have been looking for since the days of Wanamaker, you know, the famous quote where he doesn't know what half of his advertising is working. The intent of projects like the WFA initiative are to be able to provide advertisers with the ability to measure and optimize reach and frequency deduplicated across a variety of media platforms at an individual level. So it's not about a device or a household. It's about measuring what an individual is doing across the digital and traditional linear ecosystem. What connected TV does really well is that it brings the best of traditional TV, which is engaging content using sight, sound, and motion, and the best of digital, which is you know targetability, interactivity, and measurability. The gold standard for measurement has got to be 
that we're identifying an individual and we're identifying that they're engaging with the content, the platform they're engaging with, and the device that they're being engaged with. That's not an easy thing to do. And there are a variety of pieces and parts. What Nielsen's trying to do right now is bring that all together into a capability called Nielsen One, where we can look at both ads and content across a multitude of devices and deduplicate that viewership to an individual level. And that's something that I think the entire industry has been waiting for for quite some time. Really interesting, David. Does Nielsen have any advantage here, given your incumbent role and years of experience within the traditional TV medium? I think we do. The first piece is that a lot of the traditional TV content is being encoded for measurement for Nielsen already. We've got a representative panel, which is privacy safe, which with the advent of privacy laws continuing to change with walled gardens getting their walls even higher. Having relationships with walled gardens like Google and Facebook and Amazon being the trusted currency for traditional linear TV and being able to also measure streaming services and digital through a variety of other capabilities. I think Nielsen has a leg up on competitors because we have been doing it for so long and we start from a position of privacy rather than trying to put privacy restrictions or policies on top of a capability. Anything about Nielsen's relationship with Roku that offers specific advantages or or new paths to innovation? Yeah, I think as the ways in which measurement is being done, and that includes, you know, return path data from set-top boxes, as well as ACR from smart TVs, Roku bought Nielsen's ACR and advanced advertising business from us. We have access to their ACR data. And we have a really strong partnership with them. I think there's a significant benefit because Roku's operating system is the number one selling operating system for the second year in a row in the United States. And that has a lot to do with its user interface and its customizable screen, as well as the compatibility that they have with the top three voice ecosystems. So, you know, our relationship with Roku is actually an advantage. I do want to go back to privacy because it is such a hot topic. The battle for privacy is reshaping the internet. We see Google and Apple enacting privacy changes. How will this new privacy-driven ecosystem impact the future of, of CTV, in your opinion? I think what's going to happen is that data is going to become even more important, particularly first-party data and PII. So there are large agency holding companies that are investing billions of dollars in tech stacks to get first-party data to be able to create bespoke segments to activate in both the linear and digital ecosystems based on behavioral criteria, right? You're not going and buying a day part. You're not going and buying a genre. You're not trying to find an age and gender demographic. You're looking for very specific behaviors that make your, your advertising more relevant, more timely, and more appropriate for the audience that you're trying to engage with. And I think the advent of privacy is just accelerating that because you've got to be able to keep people's privacy paramount and data security as a result also becomes incredibly important. You know, you, you read or hear about these data breaches in large companies and it's a serious issue. And I think the regulations are just going to continue to increase. Speaking of data and B2B marketing, best practice is combining first-party data with third-party data, such as intent, which is a really key theme in B2B marketing. 
identifying the personas that are leaning into your services and targeting them with a tailored message for their role or where they can interpret an individual as being in the buying cycle. Any thoughts about how to bring web and app-based intent signals to CTV? Sure. I think first and foremost is that B2B marketers need to really understand that there's not that much of a different distinction between the consumer and the business persona, right? I have a business persona, but I'm also a consumer. And I have interests that span both. And I have interests that are that are very specific to either business or my personal life. Taking the advantage of the digital signals that you get from a personal life, as well as things that you get from uh, business context, whether it's LinkedIn or Salesforce or a variety of other sources that are capturing that data, bringing those together makes the view of the holistic person more realistic and I think will help B2B marketers improve the relevance of their ads. Interesting. CTV is obviously less of a direct response medium than other digital channels. And given video and TV advertising traditionally has maybe been more about storytelling than other outlets, what opportunities do you see for B2B marketers to make the most of their CTV buys? I think that the power of television, quite frankly, is the sight, sound, and motion capability to tell stories, right? It's the content that consumers clearly are chasing. You can just see that in the growth of streaming services and the you know increase in the trend in cord cutting, et cetera. It's what people want to see. It's how people like to consume information. I think that creating ads that are less disruptive and more a part of the content. So for example, if you look at what Coca-Cola did in Stranger Things with Netflix, it became more of a part of the story. I think that creating content that is a part of the story and not disruptive, which is traditionally what the ad pod in traditional linear TV has been about, makes it more compelling, makes it more engaging, and people are less likely to skip. Telling a story about why, for example, you know, AWS is, a, is an awesome cloud service for Amazon and how it can be used in the, the language of a persona that you're trying to engage with in telling a story that would be relevant to them becomes much more compelling. David, anyone you see doing it particularly well in the B2B space? With specifically with CTV? Not really, not yet. I think that Microsoft has done a really good job with B2B marketing. They, they have traditionally done a really good job with B2B marketing. I'm not really seeing connected TV spots that are specific to B2B. It still tends to be mostly consumer driven. But I, you know, as I just said, I think the opportunity exists. And I think that storytelling is one of the best ways to deliver a message. Is there a book, blog, newsletter, website, video that you would recommend to our listeners? There's a lot of confusion around particularly the acronyms that are used in our industry. You know, people use CTV and OTT interchangeably, and they're not really the same thing, right? You know, OTT or over the top is video content that's delivered by an internet connection versus a cable connection or a satellite connection. CTV is the device that you're using to engage with that OTT content. So for example, if you look at watching Hulu on your mobile phone, you're streaming OTT content. If you are watching Hulu through a Roku stick connected to your television, now you're engaged in connected TV. 
And there are a variety of devices, you know, Apple TV and Xbox and PlayStation and smart TVs on their own. But it's the combination of the device and the delivery of over-the-top video content. And a lot of things like that can get cleared up if you go to different places and understand more about what the ecosystem is, how it's changing, and the fragmentation. Nielsen, I think, does a really good job of that. And there's a monthly report that we put out at nielsen.com forward slash the gauge, no space, that breaks up television viewing into all its component pieces, broadcast, cable, streaming, and other. And you can see how it's changing and how it's shifting. And there are things that happen in our lives, like the fact that most of the major titles in gaming are you know, released in the December timeframe in time for Christmas. All of a sudden, you'll see a shift to you know other streaming because there's a lot of video game playing during the holidays there's a lot more watching of subscription video on demand you know or svod there's lots of misinformation a lot of confusion because of the acronyms and i think that going to a site like uh, nielsen the gauge can help clear that up for people i will definitely be doing that and checking out the report last question how can people get connected with you after this recording I am available at my email address at Nielsen, which is david.homan at nielsen.com, or you can connect with me via LinkedIn. David, I really enjoyed having you on the podcast series today. Thank you so much for being on our show. It's been my pleasure, Justin. This is a great topic, and I am very enthusiastic about the media industry. There's so much change going on right now. I think it's a great time to be in our industry. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Sunnyside Up. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review us and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube and Demand Based TV.